Welcome to STEM Punks. STEM Punks is a bi-monthly podcast intended to bring science, technology, engineering, straight to your ears from our STEM Punk studio. Hang on, we'll take you for a ride that includes a whole lot of fun and a little bit of education on the side. Stay tuned. Nice to be in orbit. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the STEM Punks Podcast. My name is Joe Garut and I will be your host. And with me as always is my buddy Stembot. Hello, Stembot. Hello, Joe. In this episode, we're going to talk about something we haven't addressed directly, but is in the forefront of our thinking here at STEM Punk Studios. The path from exciting STEM ideas to engaging education to entering an exhilarating career. While we often just jump right into a topic that has our interest, one thing we don't want to neglect to point out is that the people doing research, creating the exciting technology, building the incredible things, and solving complicated equations have an education to thank for their abilities. In some cases, it's a trade school. It may be a four-year college, or it may be, like our story today, from a community college. Since STEM is in everything we do, a student can take virtually anything they find exciting and follow a path to a job that not only lets them work on something that is beneficial, but it also makes them happy. Today, STEM Punk's correspondent Tom Harrop, a professor at Red Rocks Community College near Denver, Colorado, sat down with students Bruno, Tyler, and Dallas at the Red Rocks Idea Lab to talk about what they do and the coolness factor of getting to do real-world, sciency, technological engineering projects while they learn. Pay attention, there's math involved. There sure is, Stembot. But that shouldn't scare anybody. The computers do most of it. It's one of the many things we are good at, Joe. Complex calculations. Our computer can do in seconds what it takes a human hours or days to calculate. That's so true. And as we'll hear today, the students at Red Rocks Idea Lab use computers to calculate and help them produce most of what they do. To quote the Red Rocks Community College website, the Idea Institute plays a critical role in student innovation by serving as a sandbox for student experimentation in self-directed learning and 21st century education. The ability to easily be a part of a group creating such a diverse range of things is pretty cool. The fact that following a whim from idea to realization is also cool. Oh no! Exponential coolness factor! Yeah. Well, one of the other great things about this Idea Institute is that it is at a community college. Community colleges offer flexible course schedules, low tuition, campuses that are close to home and work, and easy integration into a four-year degree. According to their website, Red Rocks Community College has assisted students in meeting ambitious career and educational goals in an exciting, collaborative environment with multiple pathways to success. RRCC embraces the leadership role of providing education that is firmly rooted in real-world applicability. Yeah, that's something that community colleges do really well. Our own Columbia Gorge Community College is a great example of that. So, let's throw this podcast over to Tom and see what happens. Cool. Thanks, Joe. Uh, we're here in Lakewood, Colorado, uh, which is near Denver. We're excited to be speaking with some of the students at the Idea Lab at Red Rocks Community College. Can somebody give me a little background about what the lab is and where it came from and uh, what you do here? 
Yeah, so the Idea Lab here at uh, Red Rocks Community College is really just a space where students come together um, from several different STEM fields, and we collaborate on projects, we work on, on class projects and personal projects, and it really came out of a need of working on real-world projects, like getting hands-on experience outside of the classroom, and it started in a small classroom, and it grew and grew, and now we have uh, quite a large space with like five different uh, separate rooms that do different things. It's pretty amazing. So what uh, capabilities does the does the lab have? I mean, uh, what kind of things can you do? Yeah, so uh, we have anything from a 3D printer that we can do additive manufacturing all the way down to subtractive manufacturing with a laser cutter. So you can do soldering and Arduino and all of that stuff. Are there classes or do you do students learn how to do Arduino here? Or do they sort of have to figure that out? Well, we do have <clears throat> some engineering classes that do use the idea lab for their projects. So it does align in that way. Um, but oftentimes it's just students who are interested in, in getting their hands dirty and, and working on a projects. And we have the resources here for them so they can come in and use the, the devices. Oh, that's cool. So uh, do you guys use Arduino? I mean, do any, any of you or all of you, have you done that or? We have, yeah. We've had several yeah. projects that come up. You should kind of learn on the fly. You yeah. Uh, yeah. dig into it. Absolutely. That and uh, raspberries too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I forget there's a hundred different flavors yeah. of it. But Arduino is a microcontroller, which is a part of a computer. It only runs one program again and again. Raspberry Pi is a mini computer that can run multiple programs at a time. And not just like small projects. We've done big projects where making five-headed dragons with Arduinos. So those weren't puppeteers. Those were actually run by Arduinos? Initially, at least, they were Arduino run with, uh, we had motors that were, they're all controlled by data uh, like a set of Arduinos. yeah and uh one addition to that too is um so there's a rock set project that sits on a rocket and then goes into low earth orbit capsule yeah it was essentially like a little plate that we could build on that goes on side of a sounding rocket that goes in, into the vacuum of space okay um and so you don't have any way of operating it yourself so it has to be all autonomous what's the like the coolest thing you've worked on since you since you got here anybody well, what I found really interesting is that all three of us uh, here at this table, we all have kind of our own expertise. Like uh, Dallas works with Rockset, and Tyler uh, spends a lot of time in the Proto Lab uh, building the the props or theater. I personally work a lot alongside the the cybersecurity students in the cyber team. So that's one of the other things that we do. Uh, we compete in uh, national cybersecurity competitions, and Red Rock is really proud of our cyber team. We go up against universities, um, so. That's just one of the many things that happen here in the Idea Lab. So is that going to like white hat hacking conferences and stuff? Is that the kind of thing or is that? Yeah, so we are doing that. So an example of that, we're going to be going to Wild West Hacking Fest in October as a group. Um, but we do have um, cybersecurity competitions. Uh, for example, there's this one called the uh, Rocky Mountain Collegiate Cyber Defense Competition that Regis University hosts every year. Uh, and you get a team of eight students and you go in there and you compete. You try to defend your network. Uh, so that, that's one of the, the things that the students do. There's several different meetups throughout the year that they attend. And these cyber students with the engineering students and some of the computer science students, we kind of work together or a lot of times end up uh, melding together into the same project just because our, our passions align. I, I just love the fact that this is all group project. You know, somebody's doing 3D printing and somebody's doing, you know, soldering and whatever that must be kind of cool i mean is that through the whole program does that start out at the very beginning 
Absolutely. And a lot of that has to do with the people that run the Idea Lab, like Jeremy Beard, who's the engineering faculty. He's really about collaborating and like group projects. One of his classes, that's all they do. They get together into a project, identify a problem, come up with solutions. And the students work on those solutions here in the Idea Lab. So it kind of instills that environment here. Um, and you end up meeting new people with different interests. And yeah. Fantastic. I mean, do you work with other colleges, other universities? Uh, do you ever do projects with other groups? Yeah. Um, I mean, we. I'm going back to Rockset again. Okay. Um, so the cost to go through that payload is pretty expensive, um, and a community college can't pay that themselves. Like, what's expensive? I think it's about uh, forty to fifty thousand. I think. So what we do is we um, we team up with two other community colleges, uh, Community College of Aurora and Arapahoe Community College. And it's this collaboration between the three community colleges to build this payload in one year. It helps share their costs and teaches us dynamics of a team. It, it looked like you had something you wanted to throw in. Is that? Yeah, I just kind of wanted to point out the, like the diversity kind of, as Bruno was saying, uh, between the students, you'll have uh, your buddy who's doing the 3D printing and then you'll go and walk over and you'll install it straight to this this big old project in the proto lab. And not just that, like there's a, we also have a welding capability. So there was, oh, okay. there's been times where we'll go and we're like, well, we need something really strong. And so let's weld it. And we have that capability here. So what's your dream? I mean, if you could have your dream jobs, uh, uh, what would you guys be doing 10 years from now? Working for uh, NASA, probably. Okay. Or working with this new, uh, new kind of reinvigorated uh, space race that's going on and all this interest of space. And oh, so that may not be NASA, though. You may be yeah. working for Tesla. Yep, exactly. <laughs> or, uh, it's or, definitely uh, more privatized now. So or it's Amazon, not just right? one. Yeah. It's very competitive, so yeah. it's great. Would that, would, that be, would that be the same for you? I mean, if you were working for uh, uh, Blue Origin or um, uh, SpaceX or something, I mean, do you sort of see that as the same as working for NASA or... Is NASA kind of like the... In, in a way. I think that uh, for NASA, it's a lot of the science. Um, a lot of the private industry is more of, you know, getting the mission done. Right. Uh, and with NASA, it would be more of collecting data and how to analyze it. So how about you? For me, it would be uh, uh, making theater props right now because it's just been very entertaining to work with theater department and Westminster Public School and making their uh, theater production. But you just get to use uh, 3D modeling, and you go straight from your computer and get it manufactured and assembled. If you could talk a little bit about the head that you're making for uh, the Wizard of sure. Oz. Um, so we're uh, assisting Westminster Public School um, with the Wizard of Oz, and we're doing a steampunk version. So we're doing a lot of... Uh, oh, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, it's very cool. mechanical looking, like we're doing a wiz giant wizard head. And we're making out of gears and lights and things that are moving, apertures, and it's fun just to go uh, using like SolidWorks or Fusion 360, like these 3D modeling programs, and you get to just design it within an hour and have it manufactured in another hour or 3D printing a couple more hours after that. I see the capabilities of using laser cutters and uh, CNC routers in order to make uh, more elaborate props. So, I mean, I have a feeling that's going to be what's going to happen a lot. People in an environment like this are going to learn all these great tools. Then you go out in the world, uh, you're going to have to show people what they can do. So, One thing I wanted to ask was, uh, how much math is there? Do you, I mean, do you have to know calculus to do all this stuff? or 
Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, depends who you ask. But yeah. It depends on who you ask. It depends on what they're focusing on. Mm-hmm. And it depends on how successful they want something to be without having to run through trials. Um, for example, statics is really helpful for designing structures um, and knowing how the kind of the extents of how far you can push this product till it fails. Okay. Um, rather than being like, well, I think that, you know, having this 90 degree corner on a pressure chamber will be fine. But I'm not doing any math on it, and then I push it through, and then I have to test to see how far it'll get. Rather than prior to wasting time on manufacturing it, I can run through the math and figure out what's optimal for it. So, have you had any conspicuous failures? Anything here that you tried to do that just didn't work? All the time. <laughs> yeah, that's why we call it rapid prototyping, right? So, yes. yeah, there was uh, there was one. Uh, this Roxat payload is measuring. Uh, it's, it's, it's testing an idea to use static charge to deorbit orbital debris because mm. um, a lot of it is below um, five centimeter uh, diameter mm-hmm. debris that we can't even observe. Um, and, you know, that has to be going at least 17,500 miles per hour in order to stay in orbit. So it's going really fast. So what we want to do is have a no contact uh, device that will deorbit or- orbital debris. Mm. Um, so we were running through designs on how to. Um, create a static charge in a vacuum. What we had understood just from being in science class and studying physics right. is that we should be able to produce a pretty good static charge in a vacuum. But then we put it into a vac- uh, an actual vacuum chamber, and it produced zero charge. Um, so we had to end up, you know, making a pressure chamber to uh, give it a little bit of an atmosphere to get air molecules in to create a charge. So is that a big f- project right now, trying to get stuff out of near Earth orbit or something? Yeah, there's actually. Uh, I found out today there's a uh, the first ever conference about the orbital debris down in Texas, I think in December. Uh, I had just, I just recently saw it. I didn't really look into it, but um, it's definitely a big deal with the private industry trying to get out there. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, if you imagine the highway just started getting really popular and there's a lot of potholes in it, you need to fix those potholes. <laughs> Except the potholes are doing 17,000 miles an hour. Exactly. Um, and Elon Musk is going the other way, right? I mean, didn't he? He just launched, what was it, 600 satellites in one payload or something? Yeah, actually, uh, the nice thing about those, the Neuralink, or yeah. sorry, not Neuralink, Starlink. Uh, Starlink. Starlink yeah. um, the nice thing about those, so those have iron thrusters on them, and they're actually designed, so a lot of satellites now, because we've realized that we're making a mess, have kind of like a kill switch on them at the end of their life cycle, where they either push themselves back into the atmosphere to burn up, or they go into a graveyard orbit, which is still an issue because we need to clean out that graveyard orbit, but it's not heading towards the ISS and such like that. A lot, All of those little tiny satellites are using those ion thrusters, and then at the last second of their life, they push themselves back into the atmosphere to burn out. So we're, we're getting pretty close to out of time. What's the what's the best thing about being here? I would say um, just spending a lot of time in the Idea Lab. You kind of get to see on a daily basis uh, a lot of the, the same faces, and you get to watch, like, friendships form and all these projects really come to life just going from a simple idea to an actual full-blown project kind of like the wizard head or Roxat. Um, so that is probably my favorite part about the idea lab just the atmosphere one of the biggest things too is um so you know when you graduate college um and you go to apply for a job a lot of them are asking for experience um and that's hard to do when you go into when you start at a four-year university and you you know, your coursework is really heavy, so you're trying to focus only on that. Right. Um, with the community college, a lot of us are non-traditional students, so we're working, uh, and we have a lot of these projects that we're working on, especially in the Idea Lab, um, which is great experience. And it's, you know, starting out 
freshman year, starting with experience projects and stuff like that, and basically coming to an employer say, I have roughly you know four years of experience working on projects related to this field. Nice. That's going to look really good because a lot of things you learn are from building and testing. You know, you learn through making mistakes, and you get to do that here. All right. Well, anything else you want to throw in, or, or are we good to go? If you're around, come check out the Idea Lab. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you have, an, you have yes. an idea, we've got resources. Like yeah. that's my been my favorite part about the Idea Lab. Is I can just come with an idea in my head. I can actually design it in the lab because we had we have subscriptions to SolidWorks, and then I can get it manufactured like in that day. Yeah, it's yeah. become a really good uh, buffet of talent mm-hmm. all yeah. over the all across the board. Oh yeah. I mean, you got a question? You got it. There's a guy in the lab that knows software to manufacturing to anything really. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, about it from the uh, Red Rocks Community College Idea Lab. Uh, So for now, this is Tom Harrop signing off and sending it back to you in the studio, Joe. Thanks, Tom. I'm impressed by these guys. They are still working on their degrees, yet they are actively imagining their ideas into life. They're doing real STEM work for themselves and others. And that discussion about the particles orbiting the Earth and their project to try and eliminate the debris was fascinating. They are still studying, and they are able to work on projects that affect everyone on Earth. As one of the students mentioned in the podcast, Idea Labs are a great place to get the practical experience that purely academic work at a four-year university doesn't offer until you're in a postgraduate program. The lab at Red Rocks Community College is even open to high school students. Community colleges definitely have their advantages. Joe, did you know that there are Idea Labs all over the United States? No, I didn't know that, Stembot. Will you please add a link to the Idea Lab at Red Rocks to the show notes? Okay, Joe. Well, everyone, I guess that's about it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Stempunks podcast. Say goodbye, Stembot. Goodbye, Stembot. Thank you for listening to the Stempunks podcast. Many thanks to our sponsor, Cottywample Creative. You can see their work at cottywamplecreative.com. That's C-O-D-D-I-W-O-M. PLEcreative.com. And thanks to our patrons on Patreon. You can find information about this episode and more at stempunks.com. I